Hey ladies, welcome back to the Worthy Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Andre, and today we're going to be discussing a conversation that I feel like specifically us melanated women need to have. So um, anyone else listening, feel free to listen. But this episode is geared towards melanated women because I feel like we need to have this conversation and we need to have the conversation now. Now, it's a conversation that other people have been having. You know, I really like Christy. I like Paris Milan off of YouTube. You know, they discuss things like this, and I appreciate them for bringing it forward, as well as um, a few other beautiful women. Before we get started, I just wanted to say that I have been extremely busy working on building the website. You know, I am doing it mainly myself, among other businesses that I do run, and I have a bunch going on. So I haven't really been posting consistently on the podcast website, but I am always posting on the Instagram at We Are Worthy Girl. Every day there's always going to be stories and um, there's always going to be posts as well as you can check us out on Facebook at We Are Worthy Girl. The Facebook page is definitely on the newer side, you know, but definitely like us on Facebook, you know, add us. Yeah, I just wanted to make that announcement that, yes, the website is coming soon. I just want to make sure that everything is perfect. I want to make sure that everything is linked. And, you know, I want to make sure that everything is together. So moving on to today's topic, I feel like this discussion is necessary because after the past week or so, I've been seeing a lot of disrespect to black women, you know, with 50 Cent and Lil Wayne and stuff. Now, as far as my personal opinion... I don't really care for Lil Wayne. We already knew he was colorist. We already knew that he preferred a certain type of woman. We already knew that about 50 Cent. I mean, a lot of these men, we already know. Especially after they've been exposed time and time again on YouTube. So, I already know. These guys are colorists, among many others, right? And a lot of them are even featurists. So, with that knowledge, what are we going to do, right? What are we going to do to combat the arrogance of black men who feel like it's okay to disrespect black women while they're uplifting other women or disrespect black women in their conversations, especially a public conversation? I mean, that is just crazy. If they were talking like that on the phone with each other in a private conversation, it still shouldn't be said the way it was said, you know, but it's a private conversation that's not broadcasted to the world. But when you broadcast to the world, the things that were being broadcast in 50 Cent and Lil Wayne's conversation on that podcast, I really, I think it's, it's another level of disrespect. And I think it's, they know better than to do that. I know that they know the damage that that would do and they know the response that that would get. But Lil Wayne was just laughing and kikiing it up, you know. And he found it really he found it really funny what 50 Cent was saying. And I just, I looked at it and it was disgusting to me. The fact that it was publicized and it wasn't a private conversation and the fact that he went so in depth and 50 Cent was really disrespectful when he was saying, you know, you have to hurry up and get in before I, while you have the chance or something like that. Yeah, you have to get in while you have the chance. He said something like that and I just... It's like, it's so arrogant because it's telling us that we're less valuable and that we only have a certain window of time in a man's success. 
you know, the beginning or before the success, we only have that window of time to get in in a relationship with him, you know, because when he's successful or when he reaches a certain level, he will no longer want us and he'll prefer, you know, a light, bright white woman or, you know, different type of or racially ambiguous women in general. So that's what that says. It says that they they don't value you and they don't see you as the prize. To them, success equals having a lighter woman, a woman who's more acceptable to society, quote unquote, a woman who will produce biracial children because we all know they want biracial children. They want children that doesn't that don't reflect how they see themselves. And it's a subconscious issue we're not really going to get into, but we know that it's self-hate. We already know that. We've seen YG go off at um, Nipsey Hussle's funeral. You know, we he was at a funeral. And rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. But he was at Nipsey Hussle's funeral, and he just had to mention, I don't remember who he was talking to exactly, but he said, you know, we're raising beautiful, light-skinned baby girls light-skinned babies and I don't know I don't know why he felt it was necessary to mention the skin color of his daughters but he did okay and it shows a fetishism that they have for biracial children a fetishism that they have for racial ambiguity and it's kind of it's odd and it's really something that needs to be addressed So I'm not going to get on you women's cases right now because I do see some black women fetishizing biracial children as well. I know there are women out there who fetishize biracial children too. I'm not saying there aren't. But right now we're discussing in our community what we can do to combat what we're seeing that's affecting us, our families, our children, and our futures. Okay? That's what this is about right now. So... The arrogance of black men who have money, and it's also an arrogance of black men who don't have money, okay? Let's also add that in. Let's not forget that. So there are black men who are broke, and they feel like black women are the bottom of the barrel. And the ones who have money feel like their money gives them access to better quality, quote unquote, of women, right? That was the undertone of the message, right? So we know that money is like a woman's looks, right? A beautiful woman can have a lot more than a woman who's not perceived as beautiful. A man with money can get a lot more than a man who doesn't have money, right? Or is perceived as broke because he could have money, but a man that's perceived as broke is the same as a woman who's perceived as ugly. You know, they'll have less options. And I don't make the rules, so don't come for the messenger. It's just true, right? So a man with money feels as though he deserves a woman who's racially ambiguous because to him, that is the prize and that is the ultimate trophy or the ultimate symbol of success. And I'm specifically speaking about black men right now. Right. So... Let's look at that on the flip side. That means to them that a black woman or a a woman who is not racially ambiguous would be seen as a symbol of the struggle, right? 
Because if they're a symbol of winning, then we're a symbol of losing. We remind them of struggle because we are the ones that they come up with. We're the ones that they see in the hood, right? The ones that are available to them when they're broke. And once they get on and they feel like, okay, I've got more options now, I'll toss you to the side because I actually didn't want you. I was just tolerating you because that was the only option I had. Because now I can afford the other races of women who I really want. And those are the ones who would never tolerate, you know, my lack of resources or my lack of motivation and ambition and just the lack of desire to provide for your family. A lot of black women experience that. Dealing with a man who has a lack of drive. It's not all men, but it's a lot. It's too many for me to not say anything because they're willing to shape up for other races of women, but they would not put that same respect for us. They don't give that same respect for us. Excuse me. And I mean, I'm just telling it like it is. And it's really disrespectful. It's disheartening. One thing we don't see is us beautiful black women who are leveled up saying that foreign men are the only ones that we're interested in and that black men are trash. We don't see that on a wide scale, I'll say. There might be a few women who say, you know, they prefer foreign men, of course. But we don't see, we don't see black men being bashed the way you see black women being bashed. It's always the black women who have to actually get dissed. And meanwhile, we're supposed to lift them up. So what you see is black women seeing black men as desirable in a way that you don't see black men reciprocating it. And I'm just being honest. And now I know you guys have heard of the term, go where you're wanted, not tolerated. So it's not about loyalty the way black women like to make it seem like race loyalty is supposed to be reciprocated. You can't be loyal to someone who's not loyal to you. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. So you need to know what you're doing. So you're not making yourself look dumb, making yourself look desperate. Because that's how we're looking out here when you're like caping for men who are not caping for you. And you're like excusing them for things that are inexcusable, right? You're, you're excusing them for things that ultimately are disrespectful and it needs to be addressed. What they said, it was disrespectful, right? So it's just about knowing what's going on and being real about it because being in denial is not going to help you denial is not your friend denial is the enemy because it keeps you blind to what's going on and it keeps you thinking that you've got options that you don't right so ultimately i'm saying this personally i date any race of man who meets my standards if you're a great guy and you meet the prerequisites I'll consider dating you. That means Indian, Caucasian, Asian, I mean, etc. It really doesn't matter to me what the race of the person is because I feel like that doesn't matter anyway, right? It's not really about race loyalty if it's not being reciprocated. I personally believe 
that we should be able to just date each other and date other people without having to bash our own race. I wish that black men could just date white, Asian, Brazilian, you know, different races of women without bringing our names up. But since it's not the case, then you know what you have to do. You have to reciprocate the same energy. And I'm not saying start to bash black men publicly because that's just going to make the community look like we're falling out as a whole. So I'm just saying do it in private. Not bash not bash them in private, but I'm saying privately open your horizon. Privately open your eyes and see that there are other races of men and you aren't confined to just dating black men. The same way they open their eyes, I'm talking about black men, and they see that they can date any race of woman and they don't feel any loyalty needs to be put to us, right? So you can just have that same energy without having to bash them in public. You can be a lady about it. So what I suggest is just knowing your worth, which is a lot more than the come up woman, a lot more than the woman who only deserves to be a baby mama. And then you leave us for a different race of women and then wife them. Our worth is a lot more than just someone who deserves struggle love. We deserve a lot more than struggle love. We deserve a lot more than being someone's girlfriend for six, seven years, 10 years, being someone's baby mama time and time again, and never actually being secured, never actually feeling secure because he doesn't feel the need to marry you, you know? So we, so we can't accept the bottom of the barrel. We can't. I was on Twitter and I saw a girl make a post and I actually reposted this on the We Are Worthy Girl Instagram so that you women could see it as well. But I'm going to read the post here on the podcast for those of you who aren't following us on Instagram, which you should be. Okay. So let me get this post out of my phone. It was a story that I posted, uh, I believe, two days ago. And it talks about us black women and how we need to raise our standard as a, as a community. Now, there are a lot of black women who are leveled up, like myself, who... We do know our worth and we work every day to make sure that we keep up with it. You know, that means our daily exercise, whether it's a mental exercise, a physical exercise, you have to always be, you have to always be on point, always be working toward being a better you, always be working toward maintaining your mentality and not letting it be deterred. Okay, so... It took me a second, but I've got the post. It took me a second. Okay. So it says here, black women, queens of dating broke men, queens of having the lowest standard, queens of dating criminals, queens of thinking he'll change, queens of building men who leave them, queens of calling other women gold diggers for asking for the bare minimum. Black women do better. Oh my God. This post was gospel. Now, I recently made a Twitter and I realized that Twitter is like a church. It's like church. It's literally gospel on there. There are some sermons being held on Twitter, okay? Now, of course, there's some bad stuff on there, but I just feel like 
oh my god you know what i mean i've seen some things on there that are just like oh my god i have to repost this i had a twitter back in the day but yeah so back to this post i really really feel like she put the nail in the coffin with that because it's so true it is so true why are we dating men who can't do anything for us right the standard has to be above that so i feel like the post speaks to today's conversation because it's really about combating what's going on to make sure that we're in a winning position because you know i love talking about being in a better position being in a winning position and that's how you do it you identify the problem and then you figure out how to combat it and i feel like the issue is as black women we have been too forgiving accepting and okay with the bare minimum. Not, oh, excuse me, not even the bare minimum. We've been accepting less than the minimum. We've been accepting something that's so mediocre that guys feel like they can be with us at any point in their lives. They feel like they can be with us when they have no money and nothing to offer, but once they have some resources, that's when they can get a different kind of woman, a Latina woman or someone else. If you think about it, you know, because if you're saying that I can only be with you in the beginning of your career or before it really takes off, you're saying that I don't deserve resources, I don't deserve security, and I don't deserve to feel safe in knowing that my man has my back, knowing that I can be creative, I can be a woman, and I can make this house a home because you have got the house secured. Are you able to secure a house? Right? And we call other women gold diggers simply because they want their man to take care of the household. It's simply not the case. It's not a gold digger. I mean, you can call it a gold digger if you want. But that term started from a broke man's mentality. It started from a Dusty's mentality. So it sounds like pigmishas and girls. You know, I'm not even going to call black women pigmishas today because it's, it's not even funny. Like, we really need to do better. Black women will argue you down about why you should pay your own bills when you're married or dating a man and why you should do this and that. I'm not bringing 50% to the table. I'm not. Because I'm 100% me, you need to be 100% you. But black women will argue you down, a lot of us, and it's sad, not all of us, but a lot of us will argue you down about what you need to be doing and stuff and it's all because you've been brainwashed by a dusty or other women who think like you. It should never be the case. Women are so extremely beautiful. So extremely beautiful. Okay, we're going to get off of this topic with the 50 cent and stuff. Like, okay, we already established what we need to do. We need to know that we have a bigger dating pool than just black men, right? We can date whoever open your options, and know that other communities of men appreciate you. Our community of men appreciate us too. It's not all of them. I mean, I'm not going to give a percentage because I really don't know how many, uh, but I know that definitely there are some men in our community who do appreciate us. And there are men in other communities as well. Okay, date someone of another race and just try it. It's okay. They do it all the time. It's not something to look down upon Dating outside your race shouldn't be frowned upon, you know, on its own. It's only when you're bashing your community, right? So, yeah, we're going to close out that conversation because I feel like it's really 
it's really kind of self-explanatory. It's like, okay, if you feel like your options are open, I'm going to feel like mine's are open too. You know, it's like black women and black men are in an open relationship. It's like, okay, we're not loyal to each other. Because other races of men, even if they date black women or white women or whatever, they can date other races of women outside of their race. You don't see them bashing their own women. So we know that this is something that's really proactive in the black community. So we need to be active as women in making sure that black men understand that we know that we have options too. We know that we're desirable. And if you don't want it, that's fine because someone else does. You know what I mean? We need to let them know because like, (laughs) it's just true. Like dark skinned black men have become like the light skinned women of the black community, as people would say. Because, like, they feel like they're just God's gift. And don't get me wrong, black men are beautiful, right? But the thing I don't do is I don't inflate someone's ego and allow them to feel as though they have the upper hand or allow them to feel like they're more desirable than me or let them feel like they're the prize. Yes, they are beautiful. But at the end of the day, I know and we should know that we are the ultimate prize. No man should feel like he is the prize. And that's where we have gone wrong in the black community. We have, like different kinds of men feeling like they're the prize. Like if you are a black man in our community and you make money, we're supposed to feel like you're the prize just because from your perception, black men as a whole don't have access to as much resources. So you feel like because you do, you have some resources, like you're the prize. And that's not the case. That's what you should be doing anyway, right? And we have access to men in our own community and men in other communities who have resources too. So you aren't the prize. We're always going to be the prize. No matter what, if a man believes that he is the prize, then he's going to treat you like the prize winner or as someone who should earn him, someone who should appreciate him and cherish him. And it's the other way around, right? So that's why I needed to make that clear. Even if he's a man who has a substantial amount of money, Just because he's black doesn't mean he's the prize, okay? Not all men from other communities have access to resources either, right? We know that there are some broke white men. There are some broke Asian men, okay? But we're not going for them. We're high-class women. We're high-caliber women. And we know that we deserve the best, period. Whether it's a black man, Asian man, whoever, whatever race offers it, we're going to take it. Because if he's top quality, if he appreciates us and he treats us the way we deserve to be treated and he respects our standards and our boundaries, you know, I love those, then that's that. That is that. You know what I'm saying? That's all really that's needed because black men are beautiful. Black women are beautiful. Let's make that clear. I can't appreciate a couple that's all black. I can. So I'm not saying that, oh, you should go and date other races of men and diss black men or whatever. I already made that disclaimer. I'm not saying you have to diss them and be disrespectful and make our community look bad publicly and stuff. All I'm saying is this. Take a mental note that these men don't appreciate you the same way that you thought. They don't think about you the way you think about them as a whole. Not all black men think this way, right? But it's okay because... The ones who don't think this way, they don't correct the ones who do. So we need to stay on code 
we need to make sure that we know we have plenty of options as long as we stay on top of ourselves as far as our mental level up, our physical level up, our emotional level up, and we stay leveled up, we can get any race of man. So don't let someone tell you that you're the bottom of the barrel or that you're the last choice or that you better hurry up and get them before they get rich. No, that's some BS because you can snag him at his height. If he's colorist, you don't want his butt anyway. So we can just cross him off the list. We're going to cross fix. <laughs> We're going to cross 50 cent off the list. We're going to cross all these colorists off the list. Okay. <laughs> We're going to. Yeah, that's really all I wanted to discuss on this topic today. I'm happy that we had this discussion because I felt like I had to get this off my chest. Like, we're always the prize. Let's not forget it. Black women are always the prize. Women as a whole, we're always the prize. So our options are not limited. Don't feel that way. Your options are only as limited as you make them. Don't let other people determine your limits and how far you can go. Okay? I love you, ladies. We love ourselves. Bye.